Coming to you live from the most powerful city in the world. Welcome to the Sideline Junkies. Sponsored by Anchor FM. Take it away, fellas. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies. Wow, what the hell is that? Ladies and gentlemen, your sideline junkie Super Bowl broadcast is being interrupted by the one, the only, the people's choice, Don Rodriguez, to talk about the most important part of the Super Bowl tonight, which was not the halftime show featuring Maroon 5, Travis Scott, Big Boy, SpongeBob, and Squidward, even though it was uh, a good halftime show for what it was, but more importantly, to talk about the NXT showcase halftime heat that aired on the WWE Network live emanating from the first time ever at the WWE Performance Center in Florida. It's where it was hosted by Vic Joseph and the one, the only Mr. WrestleMania himself, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, as we saw Aleister Black, Ricochet, and Velveteen Dream fresh off of his win on the World Collides Tournament going up against the North American champion, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, the NXT champion, and Adam Cole, baby. All I could say about that halftime heat show was that it was a hot crowd, hot moves, high flying, and mama mia action. It was so good, believe it or not, that if you get a chance to watch on the WWE Network for only $9.99 a month, that it actually left HBK speechless because he couldn't even conceptualize the words to talk about some of the moves that was being done by Ricochet, Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream. And I will tell you, there were kicks upon kicks upon kicks upon super kicks that would even make the young bucks turn an eye and raise a brow. So in between everybody watching Super Bowl tonight, let's not forget about the next bowl that's coming to Dallas, Houston, L.A., New York, St. Louis, Seattle, Tampa Bay, and the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. It's that XFL. Sideline Junks is going to be definitely covering all that XFL action pound. He hate me. Bring him back. Make sure he's a part of it. And this is your choice, Mr. Saturday Night. From the sideline junkies, WrestleManiacs broadcast. Looking forward to talking to you guys this weekend as we cover everything that happens in the wonderful world of sports entertainment and possibly the XFL. I don't know what in the world happened, but somehow, some way, the Don interrupted the mothership connection and told us about halftime heat. Ugh. What's happening there, Delonte? How, how you feeling over there in your household? Man, you, you know, it's half celebratory. The other half is just like, bruh. What's going on, fellas? It's the Don. See, they, they, he did it again. That's the second time he did it. <laughs> he did <laughs> <tapped> <laughs> the mothership two times. One episode. I know. Don, what's good, man? Not much. What's up, man? Not much, man. It's just... This game, man. Just, man. Uh, uh, are, are we hot now? Uh-oh. Yeah. We're rocking and rolling <laughs> with it? That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss for words, but before we get into this, do you know that the Rams are only the second team in Super Bowl history not to score a touchdown? 
And the last time it happened was when the Miami Dolphins lost to the Dallas Cowboys in Super Bowl VI, 24-3. Dang. That's rough. Yeah. That's See, super I'm, rough, man. I'm going to drop some recent knowledge on you, KG. I work today, and I decided to do my own little uh, Madden challenge and see what could come between these two two teams playing and i didn't even take uh madden 18 i went all the way back to madden 13 when the patriots was ranked in the high 90s the rams was in the low 70s and out of the 15 times that it just simulated about 10 of the times the score was equally as close it came within a field goals chance of winning which some of it went to New England, some of it went to the Rams. And I'm like, well, maybe it's going to be a close games and the Rams have a shot. But like I talked about last night on uh, the wrestling show, if the Rams come in and they're calm, they have the opportunity to take the game. But if they're wrapped up in all the, the, the Super Bowl fanfare, which to me it looked like they didn't get settled in until almost to the end of the third, but at that point, Brady just shut them down. They're like, well, <laughs> took their heart. So they didn't even have the opportunity to play. You had a, a prime field goal to at least try to do something and maybe with an onside kick get a chance at upsetting everybody. But that's the one you miss. <laughs> you don't miss yeah. that one. You missed the one like 18 games ago. So, I mean, it, it was really, uh, as they say in the UFC, a, a puncher's chance to, to win. They could have took it if they wanted to. But – you know, I don't know. Maybe if they go back next year, they'll have the experience under their belt and they'll do it. But the Patriots, it was like, well, you know, we're going to close this out eventually. It may take a while, but we're going to close this out. Who man. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> what you got, Delonte? What, what, come on. You got, you got to. Uh, I mean, I know you going through it over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a wife is giving you yeah. the business. Yeah, because the wife, she's like, you know, Patriots out, you know <laughs> the hoodies. She got the, the yeah, the ridiculous glitter shoes. It's just it's she just, may start crip walking with them shoes. You better watch it. <laughs> <laughs> walking through the, the living room, looking like uh, Snoop and Dre up in there. Like oh snap, she throwing up the signs and everything. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's, oh man, it's a fiasco in this in, in this head house, man. Um, but my couple of takeaways from the game, the Rams offensive line, jeez, man. Whew. Uh, Whitworth, man, he was getting eaten alive by um, the Patriots defense. Um, Golf, I think this that stage might have been too big for him. He made some gutsy throws, but. I just think at the end of the day, the stage might have been just a tad too big for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're not, we're not going to talk about that interception, but, yeah, the, all, the Rams' offensive line got exposed tonight. Indeed they did. I, I, I was totally upset because it was like – I'll say this, but I hope nobody takes it the wrong way. It's like New England was running their base package, making it look exotic. But Mm -hmm. they didn't know who was dropping in coverage, who was coming. But they were only sending three or four. They weren't blitzing too much. But they were only sending three or four. Then the play that they blitzed, all out blitz, was when he threw the interception. Come on now. Mm -hmm. 
Jared Goff, 19-38, and a pick, uh, Todd Gurley, who was reportedly injured. That's why he didn't get very many touches. But he was 10 carries, 35 yards. C.J. Anderson, whom I thought was going to really go off on this game, um, 7 for 22. But Brandon Cooks, 8 for 120. Robert Woods, 5 for 70. You, you can't say that those those guys didn't show up. Jared right. Goff actually did show up. The receivers showed up, but with no running game. I mean, how can uh, how effective can your passing game be? All right. Uh, on the other side, um, um, I said in the video on Instagram. Um, it's hard for me to say it, but I have to say it. The goat, Tom Great, Tom Grady. Yeah, he is great. He's Grady. <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady, TB12, 21-35, 262, a pick on the first possession. But after that, he was just masterful. Uh, Sony Michelle, 18 carries, 94 yards, and the only TD of the game. Uh, Rex Burkhead, 7 for 43. Now, this man right here should be the unanimous MVP, and that is Julian Edelman. Yeah. And it just came across. Oh, Julian Edelman named Super Bowl MVP. There it is. Ten catches, one forty-one on twelve targets. Uh, Gronk six for eighty-seven on seven targets, which may have been his last game. We don't know, but possibly. You know where he's um, going, right? <laughs> if he goes to UFC, WWE. No, he's going where? to WWE. He's going to WWE. Oh yeah, oh, I can smell it a mile away. There is a, a recruitment check coming. He and Mojo Raleigh will, will be a team at some point in the near future. He'll be in a performance center probably in the next six months. Mm. Book that, I'm telling you. Well, well, well. Mm. XFL. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, three? <laughs> That's what we got to look forward to now, the XFL, XFL, XFL. We got to look forward to the XFL uh, – uh, giving uh, the non-Patriots fans something to root for, especially in D.C. Well, yeah, well that is true because we, we will have a team coming soon. Yeah, you um, know New England is going next year too, right, to the Super Bowl. I, I, if Tom Brady <laughs> and Bill Belichick come back, yeah, oh, yes. it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I just I, – it's not – this was – a lot of people saying this is one boring Super Bowl. Oh, but, uh, Think back. Um, Super Bowl 34, the Rams versus the Titans, was a very boring Super Bowl until you got midway to the third, into the fourth, and then it was like it was an explosion of offense. Mm-hmm. And pretty much the same thing happened here. And I believe if it wasn't for that late interception by golf, they would have scored the entire that game up 10-10, and Tom Brady would have had to beat Tom Brady and drive the length of the field to win. So – um, it's not much we I can say, but congratulations to the New England Patriots. Uh, title number six. Jeez, they're in the same realm with the Pittsburgh Steelers now, and Tom Brady is the only player with six rings. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Well, yeah, it's, it's going to come down the next year a team that is going to be hungrier. And, I mean, whoever beats them next year, 
for Super Bowl if Brady and Belichick come back is going to be a team that they're going to make a movie off of because they're going to have to have that that focus, that drive, that determination that when they get to Super Bowl week, all they're going to be is in the hotel room watching tape, doing everything that's necessary, practicing. They're not out part. The whole entire team, the staff, the trainers, everybody is focused on one thing, execution, to the point to where they run the drill so much in their head. It, you know where everybody's going to be. If somebody intercepts, it's basically almost like somebody clicked on uh, and, and user picked the ball. It, on that level, because the Patriots, even though it was a close game, all they had to do, truthfully, was they just phoned it in. They knew what was going to happen. They knew they could pull it off. They knew they could make it happen and, and get it done. And they weren't really worried. And the, the proofs in the pudding, I was watching SportsCenter this morning, and they were talking about how they were just comfortable. They were just relaxing, doing their drills and everything. Meanwhile, the Rams are, are going through everything in the head, but they were still, like Delonte said, just so much hype. It was too big of a stage. You know, you look out, you're missing people clearly down the lane that you could at least move the chains. If nothing else, football one-on-one has moved the chains. So if you move the chains, you inch your way in, a couple field goals you would have won the game. Uh-huh. But, you know, it's just going to be a team that is going to be laser dead eye focused on getting the job done. And that's everybody says the same thing. I mean, truthfully, if you could take Clemson <laughs> and put them in the Super Bowl, I think they would have won because that's how focused you need to be in order to beat the Patriots. And it's just a team effort. And if Ronk comes back as well, I mean, we might as well just call him a dynasty at that point. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the NFL next year. And then I know the big thing still is going to be about the Saints and what could have been uh, as well. So it's, you know, it's going to be a lot of toss up as we go into the the draft next year and, and what's going to happen with reviews and stuff like that. You know, it, you bring up the Saints, and I think about it. I, I think a, a head-to-head matchup, my man Drew Brees versus TB12, I, I think you would have got a lot more excitement out of this Super Bowl, to be honest. But Jared Goff is no slouch either, none whatsoever. He threw for over 4,000 yards this year. He had a hell of a season. The Rams had a hell of a season. So I, 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 I don't want Sean McVay – uh, any of the coaching staff, the trainers, the players. I don't want anybody in that organization to hang your heads because most teams never make it there. Right. You made it there, what, pretty much third year under Sean McVay after he revamped, after Jeff, you know, Jeff Fisher was fired? It's three years. Three. It normally takes five years to truly rebuild a team and shape it and mold it in your image. Mm-hmm. He did it in three. So – all they got to do is be, is build on this, and they'll be back next year. We might see a Super Bowl rematch. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But let, no, you might be right. Yeah, it'd be a different outcome, though. I guarantee you that because they've been there. Exactly. Yeah, once you've been there, experience is the best teacher. Mm-hmm. Now, Don, you came in and you know you you, you hit your, your your pirate satellite and you got in on the early part of the show and was telling us about halftime heat. But somebody said something on Twitter about halftime heat. They said in the first half of the Super Bowl, halftime heat was the only offense that was produced. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, Velveteen Dream, Johnny Gargano, I mean, 
Jeez. I haven't even watched it all yet, so I got to go back and watch it. But from the clips that I've seen so far, it's just freaking it was amazing. Insane. It was just, just all hot spots, and which by all right, they did the right thing by using an NXT roster. They did the right thing by picking those six men because when they hit their tandem spots and everybody was flying, kicking, jumping, doing what they're supposed to do to just advertise the brand, basically they made a Super Bowl commercial and then just charged $9.99 a month or gave it away for free and packaged it in Elimination Chamber. Mm. And and I watched it, you know, I was watching uh, uh, Halftime Heat and I was watching the – uh, halftime show, and I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I like Maroon 5, Big Boy, and, and Travis Scott. I mean, for what it was, it was good. Uh, I marked out for SpongeBob. <laughs> and and uh, and Squidward, I'm like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that one. But in retrospect, Big Boy was there. He didn't really do anything. It was, didn't really get what I wanted unless, you know, uh, it was Outcast reunion. Then I was like, okay, that had been something hot. But it wasn't, you know, halftime heat was a little better. What you think about the halftime show, Delonte? Uh, I was half asleep, to be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just I, I thought Atlanta. I mean, from what I, um, the glimpse that I did uh, catch, I would have thought that um, it would have been a better representation of Atlanta. No, just the uh, big boy. Um, I could at least had Andre three thousand, but. I understand, you know, we're living in the times where, you know, some people are boycotting things of that nature. But, yeah, I I think it could have been better. It was kind of kind of lackluster. I would take a different word. I would have called it safe. Yeah. You know, not like not saying Maroon 5 is a bad uh, group or anything like that. But, I mean, it was just something safe that they don't have to worry about and, you know, any nipples flying out or any protests that may have happened, you know, or Kaepernick shirt to show up out of nowhere when he, somebody rips off their clothes. It was just safe. You know what? I actually expected that to happen. I was hoping. I was like, well, Travis Scott, if you do something, or big boy, what are they going to do? You, you don't care. I mean, first of all, you ain't getting paid for it anyway. Mm. None of y'all need the exposure. No. You know, so why not? I, I, I thought, uh, my my wife even said they. She said uh, that's all Big Boy was gonna do was a song and a half. Uh, <laughs> I, I blinked two times and missed Travis Scott, but I got four four and a half songs from uh, Maroon Five, and I was like, "Come on now!" I, I, I thought she was gonna give me a little bit more Big Boy since Atlanta. I mean, that's the only yeah. reason why I'm watching was because of Big Boy. I mean, Travis Scott was a slight bonus, but uh, I, I don't know. They had things going a totally different way, so I I, I kind of. Was like, you know what? It's halftime. I need to go put these clothes in the dry. Uh, 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 <laughs> then I just went and put the clothes in the dry. So, um, before we get out of here, let me get y'all a vote for best commercial of the night. Mm. Mm. That's a, that's a a rough toss up because uh, Harrison Ford and these Alexa commercials is, is hilarious right now. So, I mean, that's got my number one. But the only thing that was a little bit better was Pepsi, and that's uh, Steve Carell trying to do not to Alexa, um, trying to do the Cardi B. Oh, I don't even know if that sounded right. That put it over the top. That was more Atlanta-ish 
and truthful than the, the halftime show with Little John as well. So for me, I think uh, Pepsi won out on that one. I um I actually like the Alexa, the one where they had the uh the the dog, and every time he moved, he was ordering stuff. Mm-hmm. Man, can you imagine that, Bill? Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like the uh, the Alexa the Alexa commercial. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, I had a list, but it's a toss up between Chance the Rapper doing a Doritos commercial. Oh yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. yeah, that was that was pretty hot. And uh, what was that? The uh, Backstreet Boys, wasn't it? Yep, Backstreet mm-hmm. Boys was in that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the way he took that, spun it, and it seemed like he spit a nice little freestyle to it, and then they came in singing. I actually liked that. Uh, the Bud Light commercials were great, especially the corn syrup, but they kind of flipped the script when the Bud Knight got knocked off his horse. And oh, yeah, that's right. And these dragons showed up. Yeah, the, the, the Game of Thrones uh, lead-in. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... By my wife being a huge Game of Thrones fan, she's turned my oldest son into a Game of Thrones fan. My daughter's name is Khaleesi. So they go crazy when they see the dragon. And, of course, my wife knows the name. I'm like, I'm just getting into it. I'm like only on season two, so I got to catch up. But, okay, oh, I got you. And uh, the other one was uh, 2 Chains, the Expensify. Oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah, true, too. Yeah. 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 This year was a good year for commercials. Yes, it was. Last year was horrible. Yeah. Horrible. I don't even remember what the hell was on commercial last year, but I think this year we'll be seeing those all year long. Not to mention, even though I'm not watching them, uh, the commercial for Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. uh, the Marvel Avengers one, which i am definitely got to keep my eyes closed and stay away from because I want to see that uh, movie organically. So it, it's a lot that happened tonight that was more exciting than the game. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw. I'm, 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 I don't know why, but I, I it's a rock movie. I, I, I think I've, I've seen every movie The Rock has ever been in. Like I need to catch up on my Fast and Furious. I got a, I, I got a shelf that probably got every DVD that features The Rock. Oh wow! <laughs> Haku Mashente, man. Hey. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you something, and I, this is my vote for worst commercial of the night. <sighs> I'm glad they're bringing the super back, but then once I fa- finally saw what the super looks like and what's under the hood, I am severely disappointed. Mm-hmm. Toyota, you broke my heart. So I'm just I'm I'm really peeved at that, and that that, that that's my vote for worst commercial of the night. That BS super they're trying to roll out <laughs> with no power. <laughs> Well, not everybody can build a, a vehicle up to your expectations. Sir. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> Nissan has done it. It is called the Nissan GTR. Well, I guess we'll have to deal with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm good job, Toyota. Be just maybe if I can get like some help from you guys, my wife will let me buy one and spend one hundred and ten thousand dollars. Heck no! I'm a, if I give you the money, I'm gonna just tell her it came from Nia Jax. Oh, now oh, you're trying wow. to get me. It's Sunday, man. How you gonna get me beat up on a Sunday? Oh, sorry. I thought it was. I thought it was Saturday. I was. Am I on the <laughs> wrong show? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean that that that's pretty much it for us. New England Patriots, thirteen three winners of Super Bowl fifty three <laughs> over the Rams. 
I, I mean, it's not much you can say. But before we go, let me ask you guys this one question. Now, I, I said Tom Brady is the GOAT. Would you Does this cement Tom Brady's legacy not only as the greatest quarterback to ever grace the NFL field, but also does this make Tom Brady the GOAT of the NFL? I'd say it puts him in strong contention. And when I say strong, like he's, you know, first ballot, almost a, a shoe-in. Uh, but, I mean, there's still some legends out there that, that have also done things that is just phenomenal. So, I mean, he's got a lot of accolades. But at the same time, there are some some greats out there that he's in the company of that can still give him overall a run for his money. But then again, that's different football times as well. You know, they played harder. They hit harder back then. You know, concussions was uh, you just get up, shake it off, and get your behind back in the game type of thing and let that go versus now where, you know, uh, medicine and, and rules are a little bit different. So it's, it's you know, it's like Jordan uh, and the Bulls going up against, you know, the current Lakers team we have now with LeBron. You know, that, that's that argument of, well, which one is better? that type of thing uh, with LeBron and, and MJ. So it's just two different times, but man, he's pretty damn close. Um, I would have to put him in, you know, top three all the time. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm, you know. What'd your wife say? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> number one or four. But I say, I know you're not going to say number one because if she's anywhere close by, she'll be like, uh, for real? Let me get you a pair of shoes. Nah, yeah, she, she'll, I'm sorry. She's going to listen to it. And she, you know, she still have questions. <laughs> but I mean, me personally, my top three. I don't even want to put him number one, but definitely in my top three. You know, the, the man, he's had an amazing career and it's not over. So that's even more amazing. Yeah, that's absolutely right. It's not over. And he also said that he was going to come back. You know, he said he wanted to play until he was 45. So. Oh, man. But as far as calling him the greatest of all time, I mean, we held the vote early in the season, and everybody voted for uh, Jim Brown. Mm. Now, Jim Brown hasn't graced the NFL field in well over 50 years, but he's still considered the greatest of all time when it comes to football. Mm -hmm. I I think Tom Brady has – just unseated and it has nothing to do with rings it's the consistency every year that tom brady is healthy and he steps on the field the patriots are a super bowl contender whether they make it or not eight straight in uh afc championship games is nothing to shake a stick at no matter how they got there they still got there he's been to nine super bowls all time hey he got to the show nine times and won six, six and three in the in the Super Bowl. It's not bad. Yeah. And two of those losses came against Eli Manning and <laughs> the, the that that Giants defense and uh, David Tyree side of the helmet catch and things like that. It, it, it was some fluke things that happened, but they still happen. Yeah, definitely some fluke things. <sighs> yeah. So, Delonte, tell the missus, Tuesday, if she's got time, she has the floor. I'm going to let, you know, let her calm down tonight, get it out of her system mm-hmm. tomorrow. And then, you know, she'll be back in normal mode Tuesday. So, Tuesday, she 
come on in and lay down a, a, a nice track gloating about the whole season and how we were wrong. And I, I, I got my plate ready so she can serve me up that humble pie with a side of crow. Man, we, that, that might be two hours, but all right, I'll tell her. <laughs> <laughs> but tell her she, she, she's more than welcome because I, I said it and I'm a man of my word. She has the floor on the sideline junkies to let it be known how much she loves her team and how wrong I, we, us have been this season. Yeah, I'll pass on the word, but, you know, she's listening to the podcast, so she'll be ready Tuesday. Okay. Well, that's all the time we got for the night, fellas. Uh, Appreciate you guys uh, taking time out of your busy schedule to jump on and talk a little shop with me uh for bj who's on assignment he got one of those uh long term assignments that's called sleep so he, <laughs> i know jim and, and junie sleep too so they all on the same assignment so i think we need to pretty much jump on that assignment too fellas what y'all yes, think yeah, yeah i got some xfl dreams <laughs> <laughs> have i got up to 20 yet have i got there yet uh, I know you're close because you, you gave me about yeah. 10 of them in one. Right, so XFL, 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 XFL. Washington, D.C. has an XFL team. XFL, XFL. That should be it. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the 20 that I asked. There you go. <laughs> and I got it. The man fulfills his quota. All right, fellas. Have a good night. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And be back at you Tuesday with a little bit of NBA trade rooms. Mm. Mm. So be ready for that because we got a lot swirling. And just like that, Sideline Junkies out. Peace. Peace out, guys. This has been another Sideline Junkies production sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas. Sideline Junkies 24-7 at gmail.com. Junkies out.